That's the whole point of these calls, is to inform us of what plans are happening so that we don't fall into fear and we don't fall into the narrative. Or yeah. not even know. And like, yeah, right. When you when you get surprised by something is like you're more likely to just go along with right. what's the surprise, right? right? right. That surprise the energy narrative. rides you along yeah. into mm -hmm. do what we say. That's the nature of the the thing. But if yeah. you know it's coming, it's like, oh, oh, that's the thing, huh? Okay, let's see what you're gonna do. Yes. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Driving to the Res with your favorite hosts, Larry and Inelia. Yay, we're here. <laughs> Happy New Year! Happy New Year's! <laughs> yeah, because by the time we get to publish this, it's going to be 2024. Mm. A new beginning. Yes, now I have to remember to write the 2-4 instead of the 2-3. And you know, honestly, I was still writing 2-2. Two, two. Oh my goodness, you're stuck in the past, honey. You're stuck okay. in the past. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so this uh, podcast is based on the article... The article that you can get from Substack uh -huh. slash Anelia events. Yes. And it's called Riding the Waves of Beginnings as a mystic. And to all you mystics out there, trained or not trained, you'll know that the whole world is energy and connection, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, we spend so much time like trying to figure out how to manipulate. Well, get along with the world that we're in when the world that we're in, we, we're not really understanding. <laughs> and manipulate is the right word because yep. manipulate comes from the word manos, which is hands, mm. right? So handle, to handle the world. To handle what happens. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about how to ride the waves of beginnings and what kind of beginnings you can right and what to do in them right okay okay so here goes i'm going to read a little bit and then we can talk about it okay a few days ago from the release date of this newsletter and podcast we would have had our looking at 2024 live call and by the time you read this we'll be in january and you will have a lot of information on what to prepare for in the coming year before you go much much further can you like elaborate a little bit because yeah let's say you missed it well, yeah, so every year, traditionally, and we started this tradition with the 100th Monkey Boys. Remember? Right, 100, month, 100 Monkey Radio Show, yeah. freak 19, is 12? it 2010, 2011, yeah. 2012, yeah. way back when. Back I remember staying up late on New Year's Eve, and instead of going out partying, I would like listen to the What's Going to Be Coming yeah. interview. I like yeah. that. And then that show ended, so we decided to continue with the tradition by looking at the new year every year mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and the methodologies and things that i use are have been coming a little bit complicated because um you know we're in a split right and that makes looking at what exactly so what i've been doing the past two three years is to look at the plans that the dark side have been uh, i could say light dark right no, they're Just definitely the dark, the dark side or the light dark paradigm. Okay. Uh, the dark side or the um, 
the ones that take authority over the world <laughs> claimed it. So how about, we, like, how about we call them the dramatic side? Yeah, that one. <laughs> they have plans and they have to reveal these plans. And the revelations of these plans come in many forms on the public media, books, movies, um, newscasts, um, newspapers, magazines, all sorts of places, as well as the whispers, you know, social media and all that type of stuff. And um, there's also, on a more mystical psychic level, there's a broadcast of what these plants are that are not hard to pick up. Most people misinterpret those things, thinking they're on their own thoughts or, you know, other things, but they have like a general... Um, sameness around them mm -hmm. and so nowadays what we do are they're looking at the next year calls at the end of the year is we um we look at the plans right and then i scan the year to see which ones might succeed mm -hmm. and which ones might be started or have started but they're not really taking hold yet so we do that <clears throat> And we also look at what we as light workers should yeah, be doing plans. and what we should be planning for. Right? right. Because light workers are independent bunch. You right. can't tell them what to do. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and you know, we might be having a, a drama plan over this side of the planet or there or whatever you might consider it to be. And some of us may get, you know stuck into them in some way through our many different energy lines, through many different people throughout the whole entire planet and others, other parts of us, maybe we don't, we're not even like aware those things are happening. Exactly. And yeah. that's Which like, good. Uh, that's, that's good. But mm -hmm. when you do a looking ahead at 2024, you include both sides of the split, so to speak. Yeah. So uh, what's the uh, light side of the split have for plans and what does the dark slash light dark side have for plans and, yeah. Right. How we're going to recognize. And, uh, yeah. and the call is split into two parts. So we're right. going to have half an hour, which is going to be public. It's going to be up on all the social media. So those are kind of light look at things. Like we're not going to go into depth and, and details of everything, simply because most of the media outlets like YouTube and other places We'll censor it and we'll block our channels, deleting everything we have there. And that information and the people who hang out in those, quite honestly, they don't want to hear it and they don't want to see it. So there'll be like the first half hour is going to be everywhere um, on a live stream and basically not. Oh. If you want to get into the meat and potatoes of what was going to happen in 2024, we're going to have a ticket system. We're going to be, you need to purchase a ticket and enter. That's primarily as a filter, so we don't get trolls. Okay. And it's going to be a Zoom call. And all those details, um, well, I'm saying it's going to be, but by the time you hear this podcast, it's going to be done. <laughs> so you can well, probably still get the recording. Yes, exactly. So you can look for the public version of the first half hour. And then you can purchase the download of the the second part. It's probably going to be another hour of it. So the second part is going to be available for download from our website and 
um, on our Telegram and places like that. Can't wait to hear it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Last year's was pretty remarkable. I mean, some of the things were like, that seems like, no. Okay, though, whatever. And some <laughs> things were like, where the heck does that come from? I know, and then right? you're living it and experiencing it and you already have the the, the pre-knowledge of, hey, with the, oh, yes, this is something that's um, been strategized and planned. And, and what for? What well. for? Exactly. And so I'm not like at a mercy of it. Yes. That's the whole point of these calls is to inform us of what plans are happening so that we don't fall into fear and we don't fall into the narrative. Or yeah. not even know. And like, yeah, right. When you, when you get surprised by something is like, you're more likely to just go along with right. what's the surprise, right? right? right. That surprise right. energy narrative. rides you along yeah. into mm -hmm. do what we say. That's the nature of the the thing. But if yeah. you know it's coming, it's like, oh, that's the thing, huh? Okay, let's see what you're going to do. Yes, exactly. Instead of, oh my God, I need to, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you don't need to. Yeah. So anyways. Go check it out. Go I'm, check it out. I'm sure. Yes. Download it. Listen to it. Yeah. Study it. Yeah. Okay. This article, this one that we're in right now, <laughs> explores other ways to prepare for a new year. Okay. So okay. basically the name of the article is Riding the Waves of Beginnings. Remember? Right. Don't worry if, I mean, you think, oh my God, the new year's already gone. No, no, no. no. no it's it's not. not about that. It's not about that. Yeah. The actual New Year energy lasts for quite a few weeks for the culturally 1st of January thing. Okay, New Year's are celebrated in many cultures. In fact, I have not been to or known of a culture that does not do it. The timing of these dates, when the year begins, or a seasonal cycle begins, vary. The variation of this, the date of beginning only matters to us when we are able to identify with the date. For example, we may celebrate on the 1st of January if we live in the West. This one is a massive wave because people throughout the world have adopted it and it is televised as it travels the world with the sunrises in different continents and countries. The date itself as a beginning edge is not as powerful as the shortest day of the year which is followed by the swapping of shrinking days to elongating days. That is the date on which we can write global energies. We could even say astral and cosmic energies too. But our artificially created New Year is also good simply from the perspective that the majority of the human collective celebrates it and perceives it as a new beginning. So here's one of the things. It's like, I think that the shortest day that turns, into the, turns around in the Northern Hemisphere... It's different to the Southern Hemisphere, right? It's the opposites. I imagine, yeah. It must be the day that it's longer, getting shorter. Mm -hmm. So that's something to take into consideration if you're going to do that one. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that happened in December. Like, I'm not a very good mystic. Usually like the 21st. It's kind of remember the end of the world, 2012. 12, 21, 2012, that type of thing. <laughs> so then you can remember that's like the day somewhere around, around there. there. Yeah, because it, it moves, moves a right? little bit. Yeah. Because our calendar, human yeah. calendar is artificial. So so the exact time and place, I mean, on if you want it to be exactly time and place based on the, the observations numbers. of what like Croak likes to call the sky clock. Oh, yeah, where the sun where and the Where the sky moon clock says it is, is a different time than when the, you know, everyone else kind of sometimes right. agrees to when it is. Right. But to say... Uh, 
one is more powerful than the other. I think it'll depend on the person, right? But it seems to me, it seems to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, that there's a, there's a, there's a uh, tendency to discount the human connection part. It's like we all humans agree January 1st at midnight, mm -hmm. despite that the clock of the sky says it's like this other day. <laughs> yes. And so which of the edges are we going to use to go along with? And I think that, um, I think that you can probably see human collective ones might be great mm -hmm. with January 1st at midnight and planet ones, maybe more like with the actual planet sky clock time one, maybe. Yeah, they're they're both valid. They're both valid. They're they both are. usable. Yeah, and it might be easier for you to line certain things with it just because of the nature of you, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's what really resonates with you, and you can make yeah. it and connect with the global ones. You know, the solstices and equinoxes. And it's you can connect with it, and when right. you connect with it, it becomes powerful. It becomes powerful. But if it's you're not like, connected to it, it bypasses you. It's like surfing. A massive wave might come. But if you're sitting on the shore, on the beach, it's just another wave, right? That you're not participating in. Or it's kind of like, I think about like, it's like Christmas, Christmas morning, you open your presents, right? Mm -hmm. But, and my dad was like, we need to have Christmas a week late so that we can get all of our presents for half price. <laughs> and then we'll open our presents on December 2031st or something. And that'll be our Christmas. I'm like... Um, not so, not it's so just, exciting. It's it just, just not doesn't the same. have it. Mm. And in Chile and other Spanish-speaking countries, it's the 6th of January when the actual, they say the, the wise men arrived with the presents. Oh, yeah. So now you have two Christmases because you have <laughs> to do... Got to do everybody Santa, else's yeah. and ours. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then I, I do, I remember having friends in Alaska from different countries who had different traditions. They had like a... They had a wooden shoe filled with something, and they had that for a present someday before or after. I don't remember exactly, but there was like, yeah. there was a wooden shoe involved, and it was full of treats <laughs> in some kind. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And this might be related to the next bit. Oh, what here. is that? Another new year to put in our calendars and use as a new beginning is the Chinese New Year. Huh. It yeah, also a has a huge one. <laughs> it also has millions, if not billions, of people celebrating billions. it. Probably, I think so. Yeah, this happens in a lunar, lunisolar configuration combining spring. Yes, a great start of a cycle. Also, that seems so. And the new moon. Yeah. So the sun, the new moon, and spring. This appears between the twenty-first of January and twentieth of February. So every year is different. This one gives us the double whammy of a new moon and spring. And yes, we can write new beginnings at the start of spring, equinox and solstice, and every new moon. If any of these combine in our artificial calendar depicted in the first of the month, even better. <laughs> right, I call it stacking edges. Stacking edges, yeah. Artificial dates are not as powerful as seasonal lunar or solar cycles, but they're good. They're really good. If you have some important magic to do, then put a, get up very early and wait for the very first spark of light from the sun to appear in the horizon. This is a powerful beginning that happens every day. Not only that, but according to the new biology student of Dr. Cowens, that edge will also structure your body's water. Can you tell us a little bit more about the structuring of body's water? Yeah, that was an interesting call. I've taken new biology classes at uh, Dr. Cowan's site, um, 
where he basically uh, really, really like three months worth of in-depth uh, exposure to all the new biology concepts. Mm. And one of the uh, one of the um, one of the parts of the new biology classes is about every other week or so. We have a Zoom call with him to go over the chapter what we we're just talking about. It might be cancer. It might be. You know, um, heart attacks, heart heart mm -hmm. attacks, or whatever. Yeah, whatever the, the shingles and yeah, whatever the chicken box. Yeah, <laughs> all the things. Whatever the thing was for that two weeks or so that we were studying intently, mm -hmm. then we have a Zoom call and we'll go over questions and maybe a little bit of insights around it. Yeah. The last call, one of the fellows who's uh, like sitting on the edge of his seat, so excited. <laughs> I want to share what I've. Discovered, you know, right? Yeah. He's got this discovery. He was using his analemma wand to stir his water. And he uses some kind of a, like a biogeometry or something to mm -hmm. like measure how powerful the thing is. Mm -hmm. And it began to deteriorate. And uh, he realized or read the directions. He had to stick it out in the sun. Mm -hmm. So he was putting it in the sun to charge it back up. And it worked. Mm -hmm. And then he realized um, sunrise, because of his little checking the energy thing, sunrise and sunset those edges they had the most powerful time so he could like charge it mm. within just one sunset or just one sunrise the same amount as like all day in the sun for the Jeez. day yeah so then he realized just a shadow from a building or something a hard edge of a shadow mm -hmm. he could pass the analemma wand through the shadow and, and the sun charges. and it'll charge it that way <laughs> and then he realized that he doesn't need to stir up his water because he's water <laughs> yes. so he just held his hand on his analemma wand to charge himself. Nice. But that's, it's basically the sun yeah. structured him. Yeah. He just bypassed all the middle in, in yeah. a way. And the edge. And the course. edge, and the edge magic. Yeah. It was using edge magic and he doesn't even notice he such a thing. No, he doesn't. No one in the class understood uh, the edge magic ritual or edge magic that concept. we're talking about yeah. right here, the concept. Yeah. But I, I shared it a little bit. So it was like, Mm -hmm. No, we're very what? serious here. We're not doing magic. <laughs> we're just um, taking advantage of structured uh, scientific structure water. <laughs> Either way, you yeah. can skip the animal wand entirely and just pass your body through the edge. And maybe that's why um, <laughs> sun gazing works. And maybe that's why sun gazing works. Yeah, and you turn like the into Bretherian. And the last hour of the day, yes. the, the first hour in sunrise and last hour of sunset. sunset. Right. So, you know, part of these things are believable stories mm -hmm. and part of these things are rituals that we give and assign meaning to. Mm -hmm. So you, you literally can skip to the source if you want or use all of the tricks in between. Yeah. They're, they're all valid. Yeah. Okay. Um, the human New Year's wave, the Western one, uh, Chinese one too. Actually, Chinese one lasts longer. <laughs> But then the Western one weighs the lasts about two weeks in a powerful way. So it's not just about the second second after midnight on the thirty first of December. Although that one is really cool. That one's very cool. You will have oh it's actually a minute. <laughs> you will be able to tell when it's over. When you stop thinking, wow, we're in twenty twenty four already. <laughs> and it's also related to when you're give up your new year's resolution or you, uh, yeah, you know, that's right, yeah. you stop it. It's like yeah. oh, this year, I'm not going to eat sugar weeks. a couple of weeks. It works. Then, uh, and then it's yum, 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 yum. that's when yeah. you know the wave is over. Yes. Okay. How can you use these edges? 
begin your projects, inject intent into things you want to manifest into reality, begin your practices, habits, and relationships. Anything you want to grow does well at the edge of some, something beginning. The bigger the beginning, the bigger the impact. So a sunrise edge is well suited for small matters, but can be used daily for many days for larger changes and beginnings. A new year for the life-changing beginnings and a decade... De how do you pronounce that word? Decadal. Decadal edge. Decade long. Because uh, I read it, decadal edge. Decadal. <laughs> or other measured cycles, like st stellar cycles for big intentions. Yeah. How fast and how long it takes or lasts, this depends more on your intent and willingness than it does on the edge we may tap into. Have a strong enough why and any edge will do. Yeah, that's about it, really. Do you have anything else to add here? Well, I think that... Some the, examples, maybe? The, yeah. I think that the strong enough why, I think that bears um, remarking on. Mm -hmm. That's one of the prime, prime parts of uh, instant manifest. It's the prime parts of having, a, I guess, an intentional too. life, even. Yeah. It's a prime, prime part of um, your, I would say, enhanced experience of this reality you're, you're, you're having, right? Yes. It's like, I'm the, it, at the very far end of it, I'm the victim of all the things that are happening to me. That's a very, very disempowered end. That's yeah. a very disempowered, far, far end of it. Then the, I'm trying really hard to make things like happen, doing like this thing and that thing and the other thing. And way, they're, they're like, it's a little less mm -hmm. than all the way over there, right? It's a little mm -hmm. less, but it's still your, your, your trying to get other things to line up so that you can or whatever, you know, it's kind mm -hmm. of like that. And it's a little bit sporadic because it's like right now you feel this way and over here you feel that way. And then you change your mind about that. And then mm -hmm. it's this other thing. And so it's a little bit frazzled. Mm-hmm. And it it it's because in this case, although you might be using mystical tools that are powerful, you really haven't, at the base of it, got a strong why. Right. Right. A strong why is literally why you are sitting where you are doing what you're doing mm -hmm. with the things that are around you right now. It's because yes. of a very strong why. Yes. You may or may not even be conscious of it. Right. It probably is something you're not conscious of. Mm -hmm. Well, well, I'm not going to say probably, but you know. I, yeah, not for this audience, right? But generally speaking, on the planet, if they don't have a conscious, strong why for doing things, then somebody will take it. And it'll be patriotism. Yes. Like, why are you going to go kill all those people on the side of the world? I'm a patriot. Right. So it's there a program and a very strong a why that's strong enough slogan. to get you to give up everything that you have and go halfway around the world and yeah, cause chaos. <laughs> right? Yes. To protect everyone over here or whatever the story is. It might be. It's a strong why. It's just a strong why. But it's, it's a very, very powerful why. But it's really actually, it's not yours at all. No. Right? And it's nothing to do with patriotism. It's about commercial enterprise. But let's not go down well, yeah, that. Yeah, I don't mean to so go down box. that soapbox. That's not what I meant. What I meant was that's a strong enough why to gather a person to change their entire real experience of life radically and dramatically. And become a pawn for another person's why. Another person's 
why, because what their why is a very also, strong why also. That's right? also not victimization, okay? Because it's very easy to fall into the victim aggressor cycle here, thinking, oh, I've been manipulated and other people are pushing their programs onto me and blah, blah, blah. It's up to the person to become aware of the information that's coming through. And everybody has access to the same information. And that's part of why we do the looking at the next year calls every year. Because if you're informed, it's going to be much harder for you to fall for a different person's why. Right, because at the root of it, patriotism is a bad thing. It's the corrupted patriot. Exactly. Right? And it's like yeah. the healing's not a bad thing, but the corrupted healer. Yes. That's not so great. Right. So right. we're like on the sides of the split, in the spectrum of the split, there's the corrupted version and the not corrupted version. And there's the... And the information the that information. I like to give and the information that I like to <clears throat> teach is the tools where you can be the one who can figure out which is a positive why and which is your why and which is another person's agenda why that's been pushed and you have accepted. So basically the tools, I'm not going to say, hey, you know, this, this is, is your bad, why, this, this is, is good, good, and this is bad, yes. you know. You got to pick it. You have to realize it. Because a lot of people that go to war, for example, they're wise because they have no other expression of being a warrior, yeah? Mm. And they want to be good and save people. So they... Defend. Defend. <laughs> so they go for it, you know? Right. And if I mean, were, it's not like a small thing to do no, that. That's no, a giant massive, why. And massive. it's massively impactful yeah. on their life. Yeah. So you can have that same strong why that's massively impactful and be one that you actually, you know, have a hand in choosing. Exactly. And can see clearly yeah. that it actually matches your why. Yeah. Right. And it's going to be incidentally more than about you. What is your your why will be oh, larger usually, than you? Yes, yes. A strong why yeah. includes more than yeah. usually you. So with that strong why, then you can start looking for edges. Yes. Right. And and you can a little bit of edge magic. That. <laughs> yes. Supercharge that. And um, if you're curious to see how that maybe have done in the past, how these whys are manipulated, look at the edges that were used to manipulate them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like. 9-11 was a pretty strong edge. Mm -hmm. And that's a mystical date that's been yeah. used many, many, many times. times through the past to and do the same type of action. Yep. And so... And since then also. And since then. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's an edge. Yeah. An edge attached to a strong why. Yeah. That's somebody else's why mostly. Mm -hmm. Right. So you can use that same edge for your own why. Mm-hmm. I don't know how successful our, uh, your own why is using someone else's um, edge, <laughs> edge, negative edge. Right. I don't know what the consequences yeah, you of know, that that's are. That's why we use things like New Year's, because generally speaking, they're like agnostic. They are very powerful and happy. Powerful and happy. <laughs> okay. All right. Yay! So pick your edge. You know, pick your edges carefully. But, you yeah. know, a hijacked edge yeah. is a thing to talk about, too. What if it's a an edge that's just strong power, but it's been hijacked by time yeah. to generate the negative experience or the low frequency mm -hmm. experience because that was what we wanted was that i mean you need a powerful edge to get everyone who's light beings to have a negative experience mm -hmm. and so it's a powerful energy but how do you um how do you use to it without back? yeah without 
I mean, like, how do you take somebody else's? I guess you could think of it as like, here's the sword of truth that's cut off the head of a thousand people. It's so powerful. How do you take that sword and then use it for, I don't know, carving a beautiful Mona Lisa out of toothpicks? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so, not the right tool for that, I but know. you know what I'm saying, I'm, right? I know what you're saying. So yes. how do we use I mean, that? It's a little bit hard for you to give a good example of what it might be used for because of the warrior energy inside right. of you. But um, I understand that one of the things that you can do when you identify an edge, like you identify 9-11, right? Hmm. And um, so to identify it, you trace back the mythos behind it. Where did that come from? Is it? And I think a lot of people have done research around it, and it has to do with numerology. So you can detect it that way and see what, and also what's been observed is that it doesn't happen every year, right? But some years that date becomes very powerful. So you can research that. Once you understand the nature of the edge, then you can utilize it. Then you can utilize it no matter what other people have done with it. That makes sense. Not, yeah, because right now at the very surface, you just negatively you, you just align with whatever negative things yeah. that are occurring with that date. And that gives yes. it like a little bit of a taint. Exactly. And that's the whole point of it. Got it. Right. Okay. Taint it. Yeah. So, yeah, lots of information. Okay, well, you and know you what we talk to... about, and you know what we'll be talking about in the second hour. It yes. sounds like a bit of mystics, mystic, mysticism, strong-wise. Yes. We'll be talking about uh, 9-11, it looks like, and we'll be talking about powerful new year yes. processes that mystics might do, and generating, and probably a strong why, strong enough for the group of us yes. to use together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I might be fine. I mean, mm-hmm. I might. We might see that next next hour. Yes. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. See you there. Oh, where can people see us? Oh well, you know, if you don't know by now, I'll tell you. Okay. Go to subscribestar. dot yes. com. And mm-hmm. Anelia Benz, and there you go. Or you can even type drivingtothereres.com. Yes. And there you go. You'll figure it out. Drivingtothereds.com. Yep. And you click on the subscribe button and you get the second second hour. hour. And the second hour is usually way more than an hour, but, you know, (laughs) we had to have a name for it. Yes, indeed. (laughs) And so see you in the second hour. All right. See you there. Because we say the word artificial for the new year uh, celebration in the West. Um, I think there's a tendency to minimize it, like it's not as powerful or as big or as good as doing other edges, like for the new year. But actually, is this one of the most powerful ones on Earth? Because human beings are creators. <laughs> human do, humans do create the biggest, strongest stuff for our reality, for human reality. <laughs>